Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones and this is episode 128 of the Photography Side Hustle podcast. This episode has been bouncing around in my head for the last month. Now, it all started with Facebook group member Suzanne Harkin, who posted an experience she had with another photographer. And he was a long-time professional photographer, well-known in the Napa Valley area. Suzanne reached out to him on a social media platform, and I quote, to commend him on his stunning work and how she would love to hear about his journey and learn from him. And he responded with, copy what others do. Very helpful. Anyway, so she was a bit disheartened. Then she was at an event a short time after, and he was shooting at that event. And when the event was over, she introduced herself to him and he remembered her. They shook hands and he said, good luck and walked away. After reading her post, I thought, what an absolute nimrod that guy is. What a, I want to use worse, you know, bad words, but I'm not going to. All he had to do was chat with her for five minutes and give her a few little tips. Just say how he started, whatever. It, It takes very little effort on his part. And instead... He's created a competitor. Now, the second person in this podcast is a guy called Bernie Griffiths. So Suzanne's story had me racking my brain for the last month, trying to remember a podcast interview with Bernie Griffiths from quite a few years ago. Uh, Bernie's a, a British guy that moved to Australia when he was young, and he had a very successful photography career. He made a lot of money. He now coaches photographers worldwide on how to run profitable businesses. Anyway, I eventually found this this podcast episode. It took me it took days of me just trying and trying and trying, and it suddenly dawned on me which podcast it was. And around the time, I was out by about a year, but I found it eventually. Now he was talking about pricing, and he said every market has someone who produces great work and charges more than everybody else. The interviewer agreed and said it was the same in his city. So Bernie straight away said, well, why not you? Why doesn't the interviewer put his prices up to the same or higher than the expensive photographer? Uh, The interviewer gave uh, some mumbled reason why he couldn't, and it was pretty awkward, I'll be honest with you. Bernie said, if you want to be a success, you should be aiming at being the top in your market. Now, that question has been stuck in my head for five and a half years. Why not you? Three simple words. Why not you? Now, Suzanne is a really, really good photographer. I like her work. She's made some mistakes on some images, but even pro photographers make mistakes. They, they do it all the time. Trust me. She's learning. She's probably still learning now, but she's very good. She's got, a, as some people say, like my mother used to say, oh, he's got an eye for it. Well, she's got, her, she's got an eye for it. I like her work. I really do. But at the moment, she's shooting for money and she's still posting some images like hummingbirds. Uh, she did a ride up in a, a hot air balloon, which was in, just a fantastic, should have been a magazine cover for a real magazine. It was just beautiful. Anyway, she's having fun doing it. She really enjoys what she does. The more she shoots, the more problems and mistakes she'll have to deal with. And that is only going to speed up her learning process. You need to make lots of mistakes, get them out of the way. The photographer who gave her the cold shoulder is going to lose a lot of bookings to her. In fact, it's already started. Just three weeks after he was rude to her, she posted a follow-up and I quote, 
I mentioned a few weeks ago an interaction I had with the event photographer for Napa Valley, like the one that does all the famous actors and grand openings of their wineries, etc. Well, this week I was asked to photograph the Yontville Chamber of Commerce event at the grand opening of the Chandon Winery, and not him. And then she has a smiley face. And they love the images, they love them. I'm of the mindset that there's enough work to go around for everyone. I think that's the right mindset to have, don't you? I am excited to see what new doors open from this success story. As far as I'm concerned, that is a happy ending. So the good thing is, from my point of view, is she realized that it's a mindset thing. There is unlimited work out there. There's unlimited money. You just got to go get it. So it is a mindset problem that most people have. She thought she had to ask him questions to get to his standard, when realistically, the people that are hiring you, they don't see that maybe you used um, F1.8 and you really should have used F4 to get a better depth of field. People looking at your images don't see that. They just accept the images for what they are. So like I said, it's a mindset problem. If you think you can do it, you're correct. And if you don't think you can do it, you're also correct. Suzanne knows that. And that guy is just going to be struggling from here on in. If he treated her like that, he's going to treat other people like that. And these organizations have a president, a vice president, and they have a lot of helpers. So guys like this are going to be groveling and kissing butt around the vice president and president and maybe the odd committee member. But all these other helpers, he'll just walk by and, you know, just treat them the way he treated Suzanne. What he doesn't know is that these people is is upsetting next year will be the vice president or president or a year down the way and they won't want to go anywhere near him and when she comes along it's like a breath of fresh air for them and they're just going to use her instead of him and he's going to lose a lot of business anyway that's my prediction so basically the rude photographer that's what we're going to call him was worried that Suzanne was going to take his work if he talked to her if he gave her any help and that wasn't her intention, but now it is. And she's, she is, like I said, she's going to take over most of his market. I guarantee it. So I ask you, why not you? I can hear a few excuses I've heard many times before. I'm still working on my portfolio. I need better equipment. My website isn't perfect. And the big one, I need to cut my toenails. Don't hide behind excuses. Get out there and take lots of photos. Offer free shoots if you're just starting out. Get your portfolio going after two or three free sessions, start charging money. Try to get out and shoot at least twice a week if you can. If you can't get someone to stand in front of your camera, go and shoot some landscapes or stuff around the garden, anything. You need to train yourself to get results with your camera. Make as many mistakes as you can and then figure out why the mistakes happened. If you don't know why it happened, you're going to repeat yourself. So ask why it happened in our Facebook group and get some help. Once you know what went wrong and why that is a lens flare or you're you're slightly soft or the background isn't creamy the way you wanted it, ask questions, find out, and then you won't do it again. Or if you do, you'll know why. And that's the thing. You're always going to make mistakes. Everybody does. You know, it's quite high pressure when you're doing some of these shoots. But just find out. The faster you do this, the faster you're going to be able to challenge the top photographers in your area. So now you know success is only limited by your own mindset. 
If you don't think you can be a success, you won't be. So in the interview with Bernie Griffiths, he mentioned how he used to get customers. He called it the competition box. Now, this was pre-internet and mobile phones, back when everything was black and white. And he would put a poster up in a mall or a trade show offering a chance to win a free photo shoot and a framed print. So people would write the names and addresses on a piece of paper and the phone number and drop it in the box. And he said one time he got over 900 entrants. Nine, over 900, that's ridiculous. So basically the first person you draw out wins the photo shoot and the frame print and all the rest of the people that are in the competition box are offered a discounted session uh, with a free print, a 5 by 7 print, just something small with a discount. And I can only imagine how many sessions his 900, over 900 entrants generated. And all that was done with pen and paper and mailed out, which is just wild. Now, a modern version of this could be done at a trade show or even a local grocery store. No boxes needed today, just a poster with competition details, examples of your work on it, and a QR code on a website address if you want. But most people know what a QR code is that takes people to a website form where they can put their name and their email address in to enter the competition. In fact, you can you can run the competition for one or two weeks and put posters all over the area. You don't need to just do it in one spot. You can have it in as many stores as you can get it, post offices, foyers of hotels, wherever. Just get the posters out there and just think about how many people you could get to enter. And those are all potential customers because they've shown interest. Those names and email addresses are going to be stored in your email list. I'll put a link to ConvertKit in the show notes and on the transcript page over at photographysidehustle.com forward slash 128, the numbers 128. ConvertKit has a free plan for up to a 1,000 emails that you can store there, and they give you a code to put in your website that brings up a form for people to fill in. You don't even have to code a form. They do everything for you. Plus, you can make it look, however you want it with all the word in the way you want it again why not you if you shoot portraits and only have two or three portraits in your portfolio don't worry about how many you've got just use them for your poster find as many places as you can to put your posters up and if you have to offer to take some free photos for the store owner where you want to put your posters up whatever it takes get those posters up around town and run the competition for say two weeks This can be the easiest way to generate potential customer emails. Pick one winner and offer everyone else a special deal and offer whatever it is, like a discount on the session fee or they get a free 8x10, something like that. Remember, put a time limit on it though. You don't want a special offer that doesn't have a time limit because you don't want people turning up, contacting you three years later saying, I want my special offer. It has to be something like if you book within two weeks, you get the special offer. And then with your email list, you can contact all the people on the list as often as you want. You can even remind them that, you know, the two weeks to use your special offer is running out and you've only got two days before it expires. You can tell them anything you want. You can market other things to them. You've got these people on your mailing list that are interested in getting photos done by you and you can market to them. It's a pretty simple way to get bookings time and time again. And you can do it every month if you like. You can run a different one. 
make a different offer, whatever. And so again, why not you? Why can't you be the best in your area? Or don't even have to be the best, the most profitable. It's all about making money. It's not about, you know, who's the best. It's make as much money as you can from this. So why not you? The photographers that charged the most didn't ask for permission to raise the prices. They just decided they were worth it. And that's what they were going to do. If they want to earn this amount of money, I'm going to charge this amount. Photographers who are at the cheaper end of the market decide that price point themselves because they think that's all they're worth. That's all they can get away with. It's all mindset. There are no photo police to check the quality of your photos and tell you where you stand in the marketplace. You decide where you want to be. Change your mindset and go for it. If your work is above average, you can put yourself in the high price bracket. Now, I know you just thought when I said that, Maybe not the highest, but maybe halfway, you know, you're wimping out a little bit. I do, I've do. i done it myself. It's so easy to do. You just let your mindset kick in and restrict what you're going to do. So if you like the idea of charging more and working less, then do it. Why not you? There's no reason you cannot do it. I'm sure you don't sit down with all your family around you, all your relatives, cousins, uncles, aunts, and say, so what should I do? And then they tell you. You are deciding these things on your own and you're worried that people are going to just ignore you. So what if you don't, if it doesn't work out, drop your prices slightly until it catches. You're better starting high and coming down slightly and start getting customers than starting low, getting lots of customers and never going up. Okay, I think I got my point across there. So why not you? You, got, you can do it. Suzanne just went for it and it paid off. You don't know what these customers are thinking. There's people out there with rafts of money. Oh, here's another thing that he did. He said to the interviewer, he said, would you be happy if you could charge $20,000 for a wedding? And the guy went, yeah. Oh, yeah, 20000 He said, and you could only have to do one a month. Would you be happy with that? And the guy goes, yeah. He says, well, I coached a guy who is in San Francisco who opened his studio and he charges forty, fifty thousand dollars for a wedding. Forty to fifty thousand dollars for a wedding. And the guy just went, Oh, really? He said, Yeah, and it was ten years ago. So this is fifteen years from today, over fifteen years, that people can get forty to fifty thousand dollars for wedding photos. Because he just aimed at the people with money. So why not you? You can do this. It's your mindset. Just Remember, there's no police out there doing it. If you want to charge a lot of money, charge more money. People will look at you with more value. So go for it. Now, if you want to know how to make your own posters that you can use for this, you can do it in Photoshop. And I have a Photoshop course. It, it's still available over at photographysidehustle.com. You can join the Facebook group if you have any questions. And you can contact me through Facebook Messenger if you don't want to go in the group. I'll be back next week with a 1970s competition box overflowing with waffle. Talk to you soon. Bye.